only smart people get up early enough to listen to the Francine Marie Show. So thanks for listening, smarty pants. Good morning, campers! Pick up your coffee cup, make a cup of tea, pour yourself a beer. Hair of the dog, it's the Francine Marie Show! Good morning, thanks for joining us. Her passion for entrepreneurship drove her to assist people to become entrepreneurs because business planning is her thing. Helping to secure 501c3 status, that's big time. Helping with the business structure doing workshops, and how about that grant writing? Well, she does more than that, and she's here. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Arlosha Israel, the CEO of Stepping Stone Consulting. Hi. How you doing this morning? I'm great. When do you get chance to sit still? Uh, when I sleep, when I sleep. Because running a business is one thing, but helping other people run their business, start their business, that is a lot. It is a lot. People don't realize what goes into starting a business because a lot of people just have a vision, but they don't know how to take it to make it a reality. So people just like, hey, I want to start a business. And then when you sit down with them and you explain what all consists of a business and how to run it when it's over, when I'm out of the picture, that's when people start saying, okay, now I see what's all inclusive. Does it take a long time to get somebody up and running Not for me. Actually, once I meet with the client, I want to make sure, you know, they have the right vision and their passion. Because a lot of people want a a vision to become to a business, but they don't have a passion for it. So once I know their passion is, is exactly what they said, you know that they're ready because it won't be a job for them. It'll be almost like a hobby because they will be so in tune to it. I bet you've heard this before. I just want to start a business that makes a lot of money. Absolutely. All the time. I just want to get those grants and all that free money out there. I get that question. Do I qualify for a grant? I should be able to qualify for a grant. You know, I have a business. All business doesn't qualify for grants. Normally, isn't it more so the nonprofits that get the grants? Absolutely. Um, Nonprofit organizations are charitable. Most of the time, they're educational. There's churches that are nonprofit organizations. So it's about giving back to the community. So there's a lot of grants out there to give back to help you with your businesses. Got it. And just so we know, grants you don't have to repay. Exactly. Got it. We like that. Absolutely. But it's um, work. You know, the federal government is just not going to give you money without knowing that you're working the business. So they check behind you and to see, you know, how many partners do you have in the community? What are you doing in the community? Do you have a website? What is your website? Who's your partners on your website? So I tell people all the time, Community network, network community is the key because you have to show that you're going to do what you said when you get this money. And you're from the mental health business. I am. I have a doctorate and I'm a psychologist. And you came over to the other side, huh? I did. Well, actually, I had been doing nonprofit when I first started my business in 1999. I was a nonprofit organization for my residential treatment facilities. And so I knew a little bit about it. And then I ended up having to write a grant and finish off a grant that someone stopped writing for me. And so doing that, I had to do a lot of research. So when 2003 came, people kept saying, hey, can you help me? Can you help me with the business? And I just continue to help people organize and build their brand. Hmm. 
Brand. Wow. Well, brands have always been around, but most of us caught on back in the early 90s. You know, what's your brand? Mm-hmm. And now it's more than a website. You have oh, to be social. You have to show that your business has a personality. It really does. Back then, we didn't have social media. So social media can be a great thing for your business if you do it the right way. So I tell my clients, hey, build your brand with your social media. Get you a social media account with your business and sell what you're doing. Put things on there. Talk about what you're doing. Post. You know, they have this now for social media. You post so many times a day for Facebook and Instagram and Twitter now. And so if you do that, people will continue to see that you're out there. Versus when I started, I've never had a social media. It was just by by hearsay. Word of mouth was the word way that we mouth. did business. That's how we do business. And I still am old school. It's still word of mouth for me. It still works. It does. Because when does. you need someone in a hurry, you know, you need a good referral. And you need someone that you can trust. So Absolutely. Word of mouth is really good. And I'm glad you brought up the post three times a week or whatever it is. It's like we don't want to burden the person with our stuff, just like our newsletters. Thank God they come out once a month. Absolutely. So, you know, when we tell people that if you can't do it, hire somebody to take over your social media account because you can actually post stuff. What I do sometimes, people think that I am on Instagram. And so I have Canvas and I make and create all of these things and I have a timing on it where it posts on its own. Hootsuite does that too. Oh, yes. yeah. Hootsuite does it also. Yes. So you can be asleep while you post it. Absolutely. Put a timer on it. Okay. That's a good tip. What's another good tip for businesses that are just starting up? And then you really have to coach the businesses that have been in business for a minute because they're still doing things the same way and they want to increase revenue. Absolutely. I always tell people, do your research. When you get ready to start a business, do your research. Do a SWOT analysis and see how many of the businesses are in that city or county. Do your research on them. Make sure that they understand what their weaknesses and make it your strength. I tell people also not only do your research, know your brand, know your business inside out. Because when the consultant leaves, you still have to run your company. We're not there anymore. So we are giving it back to you so you can run the company. Any folks, any nonprofits from your past in the mental health business? I mean, that's a tough business to have. It is a tough business to have. I have a lot of people, colleagues that I work with, um, with a nonprofit with mental health. Um, We had a partnership with Solid She, which is a nonprofit organization. We partnership with NAMI. So, you know, we do a lot of stuff, work with the mental health facilities and stuff. So it is a, a lot to do in the mental health facility, but it's it's a lot of love that's given out when you do it. You got to have a passion for it. The right way. The right way. Absolutely. Are there any companies that you prefer to work with more than others? I don't really have a particular company. I have so many nonprofits that are throughout the United States and that I work with and they're just great. They have so much energy, so much passion, and they're doing so much in the community. Even here in Charlotte, one of my great babies here in Charlotte is Team True Blue. And I work with them, and we are working with neighborhoods, United Neighborhoods of Charlotte. We put on the Charlotte Day on Saturday. And so they're one of my great people that I work with a lot. We just do a lot of community stuff. 
you're the CFO of Joshua's Work. I am. Which is W-E-R-K. It is. Um, nonprofit employment agency. That's nice. Yes. Helps to find jobs. We like that. You um, was the board member of the Arthritis Foundation. Absolutely. That was a lot of work, too. For about three years. I think that's where we met. We met at a gala. We did. At the um, Halloween gala. Halloween arthritis yes, gala. Yes, we sure did. <laughs> we sure did. Twitter, you can catch up with our Dr. Arlosha at Steppen, S-T-E-P-P-I-N, 5066892. Yeah. yeah. So when folks come to you, not as prepared as I know you want us, but if you, we were to prepare to see someone like you, mm-hmm. what would be on the short list? Um, just come with your vision, your thoughts, whatever you want to see happen. And then I can actually coach you from there and kind of make it into the reality. Because a lot of people have a lot of things. And so I can narrow it down to the one thing that is going to be your great passion. So you're good at that. I am. So what do you say to that person who has so much talent, who has so much to offer, but once you throw it on a website, it gets confusing to the viewer? It does. It does, right? We need to narrow it down. You have to. Because you can have a lot of gifts, you know, but you need to make sure that one gift is the one that's in the forefront that you want to do. So if it's nonprofit, it needs to be nonprofit. Don't confuse your viewers of having a social media and your nonprofit and your hairstylist and all of this stuff because it get very confusing of what you're really doing. You need to wrangle us in. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Any advice before you leave out this morning? Dr. Israel became the founder and CEO of Trinity Care of the Carolinas Incorporated. That was, what, 1999? In 99. 99, a good year. Yes, yes. That was a great year for us. We had five residential treatment facilities for boys and girls, and we specialized in girls. And so we became the number one girls facility in the state of North Carolina, and we, we really loved it. I did it for 11 and a half years. Did you know what you wanted to do when you got out of college? I did, but God had a way of changing what I wanted to do because I first went into music. I went to music school in Minneapolis and I performed at Prince Club and I had my own band. And for some way, God kind of reconstructed all of that and put me with kids. Did you go kicking and screaming? Yes, I did. Because I didn't have any kids of my own at that time. But it was a blessing. It was definitely a blessing. They were truly impactful for my life as I was in their life. I had the greatest staff available that was with me for the whole 10, 11 years. I still think you need to get in. Get on the road. Do that music thing. Maybe later. Maybe later. Maybe, Maybe later. later. I didn't know you were a performer. I sung in church all my life. Well, you're so talented. What advice do you give teens and young ones who just don't know? And it's not fair that we ask them as a senior in high school, what do you want to be when you grow up? Just kind of narrow your pathway now. Don't wait till later. I think when you start focusing on what you want to do now, you can impact lives on the way. And not only that, you will have a greater start on what you want to do. Being focused, being so young and getting into the field, You know, by the time I was 30 years old, 
I was the first black millionaire woman in Stanley County. And so I started early on what I knew I needed to do. And it takes time and focus and dedication. You cannot procrastinate. Did you have good mentors? I did. I had great mentors. I had a great mentor. She was a hairstylist and she poured into my life and she gave me direction and it kept me. And to this day, she is still my mentor. You can catch up with Dr. Arlosha, Arlosha Israel, on Facebook, Stepping Stone. Yes. Yes. Please. Please. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And say hey to your son, Joshua, who is a author at, what, eight years old? Yeah, he started writing the book at six, his first book. I love it. I'm excited for him. Love to you and the family. Thank you so much for having us. You're listening to the Francine Marie Show. We're popping out for a quick cup of tea, but we'll be right back. This is my jam and jelly, y'all, on the Francine Marie Show. Spread that show out, girl. Spread it out.